Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. You're listening to Episode 3 of It's Your Business, the Capital Journal's premier business podcast. I'm your host, India Yarbrough, and this week on the show, we've got a lively conversation with S.J. Hazim and Thad Lockard, two Topeka business owners who have made it their mission to spread positivity and promote community pride. I talk with them about their efforts to do just that and ask about how that ties into the area's growth and development. So let's dive right in. I hope you enjoy the show. here today with S.J. Hazim and Thad Lockard. They are the owners of Clad Astra, a local apparel company that specializes in clothing and accessories that are meant to help individuals display their community pride. And that's what we're planning to talk about today, um, their efforts to promote community pride in Topeka and how that intersects with community development and local efforts to grow the capital city. Um, so Thad, S.J., welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's good to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Awesome. Um, well, as we think about community pride, you know, that's something that has been a sticking point for the Greater Topeka Partnership and Momentum 2022, which, of course, is uh, the Topeka and Shawnee County's uh, five-year community development plan. Um, and we know the, the Greater Topeka Partnership has been trying to measure community members' pride um, in their city over the past several years through something called a net promoter score. Um, and that has shown that the, the score or the community pride has continued to increase. Um, so I, I want to start there. You know, have you two noticed a difference in recent years? Uh, when it comes to the pride that Topekans have for their city? I mean, do you think uh, people here are starting to recognize uh, what Topeka, Kansas has to offer? You want to you answer uh, that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I've been here all my life. I'm, I'm 34 now, and uh, I've always... You're getting old, Thad. Uh, yeah, I'm getting <laughs> old. <laughs> yes, I'm getting old. But, uh, you know, when I was growing up, like, my goal as a kid was, like, uh, to be the mayor of Topeka at some point. <laughs> that, was, that was just, like... I love it. Until I realized, like, yo, I need to, like, provide for my family and stuff and, you know, get, like, all these amazing perks. But, um, you know, I was always, you know, prideful where I grew up. But, uh, you know, I, I remember seeing, I think it was, a, it was a greeting card, a birthday card, and it was a comic and it said, like, uh, it was, like, it was a national. It was, it was out and about, but it said CSI Topeka. And then, you know, a, a detective looking say, well, the cause of death was boredom. And so, like, that... You know, that was something I remembered years ago, and I was like, you know, I enjoy where I live, mm-hmm. and I'd been lots of places, and I didn't, you know, think uh, there were things that we were lacking um, other than just, you know, people, you know, ragging on where they live. They're thinking somewhere else is always better. Um, but it, it was just one of those things I thought, it, as long as, um, you know, we all started to be positive about it, uh, you know, taking pride just kind of builds up on the sense community and just continues to make what was already good, you know, a lot better. Mm-hmm. So I have a little different um, take on it. Um, like originally, so I'm originally from Kansas city, but I moved here as a child, like a young child around between four and five years old. Um, so as I was here, um, I never really had a lot of pride in Topeka. I just didn't because I wished I was from someplace like Brooklyn or Los Angeles Mm -hmm. as I was coming up. And I'm like, why am I here in Topeka, right? And just talking bad about Topeka just seemed to be the thing to do. 
So I kind of joined in in that. But then when I moved away, I moved to the East Coast at a pretty early age, and I was living in the D.C. area. And I saw how high the price of living was and different things like that. And then when I called and asked my mom how much they paid for, like, um, more, their mortgage, and she was like, like $550. And mm-hmm. It was like an 1,800-square-foot house, three bedrooms. I'm like, my friend is paying 1200 for a one-bedroom, 800-square-foot <laughs> apartment. Um, traffic everywhere. Um, I started to appreciate Topeka mm-hmm. when, I, when I came back. So I, I actually had to leave here to actually realize what was already here. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've seen pride at a, at a much lower level than where it is now. You have a lot of people who are from Topeka, but if somebody asks them, they'll say they're from Kansas City or Lawrence or something like that. So there's a lot of people who still don't want to claim Topeka. Um, but I, I have definitely seen the pride level raise. I haven't ever seen the level of pride that I see where it's at now. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times it's been because um, – some people haven't left Topeka, and they don't know anything else. And so they might rag on it and say all these other things. But I think that sometimes you have to leave and come back to actually really appreciate it. And then some people just see some of the changes that are happening, and they're excited about it. Uh-huh. So, Gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, and talking about your apparel company, Clad Astra, for a second, um, you know, the different items you guys sell tend to have symbols or designs on them that are emblematic of Kansas or Topeka. Um, and from what I understand, it all started with um, a, a hat similar to what you guys are wearing today that had this Kansas buffalo printed on it. Yeah. Um, could you explain kind of how you guys got started? Yeah, so, I mean, it was, um, I guess it all started on a road trip where, you know, uh, the kids were in the backseat sleeping and, uh, you know, my wife was, uh, I think, blogging or something. And so I was just kind of thinking, I always have ideas going through my head, but it was around the time when the Topeka Flag initiative was kind of being finalized. I think it was April 2019. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been doing like uh, print marketing apparel for uh, close to a decade. And I was thinking, oh, it'd be great to put something out that, you know, people would want to wear. Um, and I was just kind of thinking of, of how to do stuff incorporating the flag. And I, I'd seen uh, the Topeka Buffalo shirt um, out and about. And so just for my own use, I wanted to have a hat. I hadn't seen anyone do a hat. So I took the design, uh, put in a format, and able, that was able to uh, go on a hat. And then I just was wearing it for myself. And I'd had the idea and the name Clad Astra back around that time, but I didn't jump on it. Because, I mean, both SJ and I are like, busy with lots of things we we always have like 20 things going on but um sj uh introduced um he'd sent like a business referral to me um back maybe it was august of 2019 or something and so i was like yeah i always see sj doing stuff with like uh community pride and i was like i'm sure he'd like hats so i just as a thank you i i made him a hat and sent it to him i didn't tell him i was doing it and then all of a sudden he comes he's like hey when you start a you need to start an apparel business i was like Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, well, and the, I mean, the gear you guys create really celebrate um, or celebrates the community. Uh, can you can you talk about kind of why you felt that was the way to go with this apparel line? I mean, you could have created anything. Why this um, Kansas-specific, Topeka-specific gear? You know, one thing that I look at is there's a lot of people who – they might not feel led to, you know, be really outspoken. Like, you know, I love Topeka. You know, Topeka is great and all this other type of stuff. Um, but it's a lot easier to just slap a hat on, uh, slap a mask on, 
with, you know, the, the flag or the buffalo, the flag, um, anything that's, you know, pro-Kansas and Topeka and everything like that, it's a lot easier to show your pride with just a T-shirt or <laughs> something. You don't actually have to get out here and shout from the mountaintops how great Topeka is. You're showing it when they see you. And we thought that that would be a, a really cool way just to express yourself through gear. Yeah, my neighbors, you know, appreciate that I wear stuff rather than shouting in the neighborhood how great I think Topeka is. So that's that's the thing. But I think just to add to that, I mean, um, one of the things I crave just in interactions with people or in businesses is I always crave authenticity. And so, like, you know, I already, I already liked Topeka, um, and I always liked promoting it. SJ was kind of that way. Uh, at the time the idea came about, you know, there was going to be a need for – there was going to be a lack of items that promoted what the new concept the city was going for. So uh, it was a space where um, we knew that need was going to be uh, going to have to be filled somehow. So uh, it was something we were going to want. So why not start there? Um, and, you know, it's just uh, it's a it's a good place to start. And, um, you know, it's always fun to see you know, out, out and about in public, people wearing things that you create, mm-hmm. um, things that, you know, started as an idea and just people enjoying it. So uh, with the timing of everything and, you know, both of us uh, enjoying promoting where we live, that that was just kind of the, the starting point of, uh, you know, creating community-driven gear. Gotcha. Um, well, when it comes to kind of growing Topeka, right, and improving um, the city, do you feel that, uh, you know, improving locals' perceptions of their own city in in part by, you know, giving them this gear that can kind of display that pride, um, do you think that's key to kind of driving uh, change within the community, driving community development and um, and economic development, or ultimately, because those two do kind of go hand in hand? I think it's essential. Um, so I'm I'm part of the Momentum 2022 Community Pride and Engagement Group. And um, through that study, it talked about where we were at before this whole thing started. And Community Pride was at a very, very, I, don't, I mean, I'll say all-time low mm-hmm. when it was getting started. And so through that survey, one of the things that it was that was said was we have to raise community pride before any of these other things are going to happen. So in the midst of that is why the the flag idea came about and some of these other things and how they were going to push it out. And it had to be every place at once. Um, Those were some of the things that really got me motivated to really just start being in community and making sure that I just became like, um, I guess you'd say, um, just a, a poster child or some of the stuff to where it's like, Everything I wore was pretty much local, unless it was, like, really dressy, like a a suit or something. But I wanted to make sure that I might have a shirt that's from Reliant. Um, I might have a hat that's from Clad Astra or whatever it was. Um, Because through that, you become like a walking billboard for different stuff. And people start seeing that you're doing it and whatever. And you're just, you know, just waving the flag high to where it's like, you know, there's not a lot of Topeka gear that's around. Um, you know, we don't have a major league baseball team or, you know, an NFL team or anything like that. So um, we just wanted to really just, uh, well, I'll say that basically it is very important. I don't want to get off of the, the, the question, but if you don't have community pride, 
there's nobody else to have it for you. Um, it has to come from the locals and everything like that because there's a lot of people who have moved away and they're watching and they're like, you know what, there's a lot of things that are happening in Topeka right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm amazed because I wouldn't have thought this 10 years ago, you know, what, what has happened with downtown and some of the other initiatives. So community pride is essential. Mm-hmm. And it, I, th- I think what the flag did when they, uh, they pushed that thing, kind of hit like a reset or a restart button on what the image or the brand of the city could be um, and it allowed for a fresh start. And so when we take elements or, you know, uh, whether it be um, a shirt, a hat, a bag, anything like that, something that has that image and it, you know, it is positive. It's not like, it's not, um, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say, I don't want to say like, you know, it's not like a, a lower or a cheap image. It's not something that's just kind of an afterthought. It's something where, you know, we put a lot of, uh, I guess, mental effort into thinking of what people will like, what we will like. Um, just having that image reflected is something, you know, that really helps. And I think when I was, man, I guess in college or maybe a little bit after college, um, I used to do a lot of uh, booking and promotions for uh, bands, um, I would I would call around bands across the country, and I used to do, go to shows in Lawrence and Kansas City, and I was tired of you know going to Lawrence and Kansas City for shows. So I started you know bringing bands here to Topeka, and you know there actually wasn't really any places to play outside of maybe a handful. But um, you know I'd, I'd say instead of going to Kansas City or Lawrence, let's do it here. I'll just pay you guarantee and stuff like that. But I remember the the bands would come; they would all have a really good view of Topeka and I've had um, some folks say hey this is our favorite place to play so every time they'd come uh, they'd, they'd want to play here that's bands from Chicago from New York from uh, Toronto uh, I flew in a band from New Zealand years ago but they all love playing here um, just because you know there was excitement around it but um, I remember like seeing at these shows one there was a band from Indiana that came through and you know they put uh you know, on their merch table, uh, they, you know, for their kind of drapery, they had the Indiana flag because they had a lot of pride where they're from. I was like, man, it'd be great if, you know, we had something similar like that, um, you know, where people would, you know, take the Kansas flag, Topeka flag, whatever, where people promoted like they're proud of being from here rather than just, you know, hey, I want to be in a band and get out of here. <laughs> um, let's just... Let's travel a place. But, yeah, I mean, so so that being a little longer than 10 years ago, you know, finally it's come to the point where, hey, we have something where um, people can, you know, take the flag and be, you know, have it as an element like promoting this is where we're from. Um, and, you know, if, if the governor's listening to this podcast or anything like that, maybe the Kansas flag can be next and they can, <laughs> right. they can do that. But, uh, you know, I, I think just the, the importance of the initiative and kind of hitting the restart refresh button because, you know, nothing really – there are things that change incrementally throughout the city. Um, but having something where everyone could get excited all at once behind, hey, this is, this is the Topeka flag. This is what it means to be from Topeka. And then have, um, you know, just us have a small part in saying, okay, now let's let's take that and put that in something that um, people wear outside the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, it, it 
gets people to ask questions, right? When you have this cool design of uh, blue and white buffalo with the sunflower, so I'm sure someone's going to ask you, you know, what is that? Where are you from? And so it just kind of uh, promotes Topeka's name uh, elsewhere, too. Like you just hinted at that. Yeah, that's a good point. No, and I'm glad that you said that because um, um, I had a, got a buddy of mine, and he um, has a lot of Clyde Astor stuff. One thing he has, the lapel pin. Mm. And he says, you have no idea how much of a conversation starter this lapel pin is. Every time somebody sees it, they're asking me about it. Um, we have got a majority of our sales from word of mouth, okay. um, just from people wearing the hats or the shirts. And there's always questions around, like, where did you get that hat? That hat is cool, you know. It's um, so... It is a conversation starter. Yeah. Um, one, I, you know, going looking beyond Cloud Astra, um, I know that isn't the only thing you guys are involved in locally. Um, I know you, SJ, have been active with a, a volunteer group uh, called Project Forward, which I think was actually rebranded recently. Is that right? Yes, it was. Uh, tell us a little bit about, about that work. So Project Forward was uh, how things got started for me as far as uh, community work, Um you know, I've came up under a lot of different activists that I would work with, everybody from Curtis Pitts to Sonny Scroggins and different things. But then I got to a point where um, I wanted to do something a little bit differently, and I wanted to bring people together who wouldn't normally be together. Um, and so I did a project for it in 2018, and it was it was really cool, but I wanted to take it to another level. So what it ended up coming down to is basically— uh, it's called top tier now, and that's T O P T W E R. Like okay. as far as it's a play on words, um, it's all about volunteer excellence. Mm-hmm. And our mission statement is coming beside community service efforts to holistically improve the volunteer experience. So with that, um, we want to be able to. We put a lot of focus on the volunteers because a lot of times volunteers are looked at as an afterthought to where. You know, you get the event, you know, you, you, you pay for all the different people to be involved, and it's like, oh, wow, we need volunteers. So sometimes it's one of those things to where when you're operating out of just lack, sometimes you don't give volunteers all the real details. It's like, we just need you here, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes volunteers can feel a certain way about those type of things. So um, we want to we make sure that we kind of alleviate all of that and get it to the point to where we have prior notice, uh, at least two weeks, if there's going to be an event, we're going to come beside. So we can actually properly properly prepare everybody. And, you know, communication is a big thing. We have a core for communication, commitment, contribution, and celebration. And we do things in that order to make sure that the volunteer experience is the best it can be. So Mm -hmm. in the nutshell, that's one of the things that we look at. You know, there hasn't really been anybody who has went all the way in just on volunteerism. Mm -hmm. It's just something that people just have in Mm -hmm. in their organizations. But we're totally focused, hyper-focused on that. Yeah, and I'm sure that kind of grows the volunteer base here locally too, right, in a way? I mean, if you you have this good relationship with volunteers and you get them coming back over and over again and it's not a one-time thing where they have this bad experience and they're not going to do it again. Right, and we're still building it up right now Mm because we're still in our infancy on stuff, but, you know, I have a great board and there's a lot of other things that are in in collaborations that are going to be on the way that are going to just help produce this um, system mm-hmm. of, of volunteerism that we believe can be another model for other communities. Because my goal is to have Topeka, Kansas, 
be like a regional leader in volunteerism and mm-hmm. how we do it without any friction because one bad volunteer experience sometimes people ain't coming back yeah you know so we want we want to look at things from the other side of the coin as far as how the volunteers feel about some things we've all had bad volunteer experiences and um, sometimes we've all put on <laughs> bad volunteer type things and mm-hmm. we know because we had to get people there you know sometimes I'll get messages and People want volunteers that day. Can you help us out, SJ? Can you do this, whatever? I'm like, I'll try. <laughs> but if I had prior notice or whatever and we had the system in place, so, yeah, that's you, that's. You say sometimes. Thing. That's probably like 80% of the time. <laughs> if, in my experience of, of, of working with anything, it's uh, it happens. always a always last minute. It, it, it happens. It's, you know, and I, I try to do the most I can with things, but, you know, you can only do so much. But mm-hmm. we're putting some systems in place to where – we can really be able to um, help out volunteer coordinators, different people like that. We don't want to take the place of that, but we want to be able to um, assist in our gifts. And one of our gifts is being able to gather and scatter volunteers. Gather yeah. and scatter. Yeah. Sound pretty good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, and Thad, can you talk about what you are uh, involved in beyond Cloud Astra yeah, as well? In the yeah, community? yeah. So, um, you know, I'm involved with uh, two kids under <laughs> two right now so or I guess that's a lot of it <laughs> so um so yeah lots of lots of money to be made there now it's uh so yeah the past past decade i've been um doing print marketing with a local company called uh Kalos print um and so you know just just working with people and their brands and and finding a way to uh just i guess make neat things and so uh taking that experience and and, and using that just to uh Hyper focus it on the Clad Astra thing is is how um, you know I, I got into that area. Just like well, um, a lot of times when people are, are working with you, uh, you know the things that could be and how cool things could be, or you know, uh, a lot of businesses are focused on being as budget conscious as possible. So, so knowing that there's things that you know, taking just a little more budget and making it more premium is just like well. I have the experience of doing this for businesses, so um, why not do it? But I, I want people to do on, you know, print on or things like that, and, and uh, do it more for ourselves and for our community, and and taking that. And then I also um, I do consulting uh, through another brand I have, Integrity, um, and that's you know help people uh, develop their brand. I just had a book launch. What was it two weeks ago? Uh, it was an Amazon bestseller. It was um, my my area's expertise was was branding there, and um, yeah. Then SJ and I just just do this. We're all, we're all busy, and you know we have a whole lot of different areas that we work on. But um, like I was telling uh, Michael Langfit, he's a he's a gentleman that uh, came on board and you know just really wanted to help us because he he has experience with uh, you know pay less previous. And uh, doing doing this, but typically I have, I have dreamer's disease, so I have a bunch of ideas and I never jump on them because <laughs> if I can't perfect it, I don't I don't want to jump into something unless I have everything thought out. And SJ is one of those folks that's like um, he just does it, and I think uh, I think one of the articles we we had when we were talking about Clad Astros, uh, he he'd come up with this thing is like, hey, 
we're gonna have a talent or we're gonna have a, a fashion, fashion show. show. We're gonna have fashion show with Clad Astra. It's gonna be what December sixth was it or something like that. December sixth. And I was like, dude, we don't we don't have any designs. We don't have any shirts <laughs> yet. We. I was like, how many how many uh, like uh, how many models do we have? It was like nineteen. I was like, okay, <laughs> well they're not all gonna wear the same. We're not gonna have everyone out there with just a hat, which is what we had at that point. <laughs> so we, you know we had to come up with some variation, but it was a good exercise. But it kind of illustrated the the differences that we have. And kind of what makes this business um, uh, business work is, you know, he's he's fearless when he goes out there. It's just like he can go out and say, "Hey, you know, we got this idea. We can make it happen." And then, and then, um, rather than me taking all the barriers, like, "Hey, let's do this 100 percent the right way," you know, a lot of times you just got to go out there and just do it. And you know, it can't be perfect from the beginning. But yeah, it's it's an early business. You know, going on a little over a year, um, if it had stayed, you know, stuck within the fears of what could go wrong um, and just my own barriers out there without SJ pushing things forward or, you know, taking those leaps, um, you know, it, it probably probably wouldn't happen. Would. Well, you know, I always there's a lot of people say this, but if if you never if you wait for everything to be perfect. You'll never get started, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I'm a firm believer in that, and so um, it's just one of those things. We we um, we mesh really well with with different stuff, and there's a whole lot more coming, mm-hmm. a lot more designs and things like that. Of course, we've got flags. More hats just came in. Um, I'll be posting about a shirt and hat special. That people will be able to get um, Clad Astra branded. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to work with people who need bulk orders and stuff like that. We we're just, you know, we're we're just here to promote um, community pride. And we actually we feel like this can be a model for other cities as well to um, get community pride started because I believe it's something that everybody needs in their city, mm-hmm. um, no matter how small the city is. Or even you know how how big the city is. Uh, everything starts locally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like you balance each other out very well when it comes to to the business side of yeah, things. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're we're both kind of opposites. I mean, I'm smart and good looking. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in response to that, and, 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 and yeah, his humility is amazing. Yeah, humility <laughs> is off the charts. There you go. Well, you know, when I I'm fairly new to Topeka, going on almost two years here in the in the capital city. And when I uh, first moved here, I was I was told by several different people that this is kind of the biggest small town you're going to, you know, move to. And um, with that being said, do you guys think it's it's fairly easy to get involved in the community, whether that be volunteer groups or professional groups or the small business community? Well, where did you come? So where did you move here? From? I'm from Mississippi originally. I uh, went to oh, school okay. in New Orleans and, okay, and cool. then here. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it's... <laughs> So my wife moved here when we got married from Omaha. Um, mm. She'd been Air Force, so she was all over the place. So she'd been to Azores. She'd been in Ohio, been in Texas, uh, Omaha for a long period. But um, it was one of those things where when I brought her here for a date, you know, we'd, we'd go out and I'd, I'd see someone that I knew or someone would see, some, see me. So she's like, man, Dad, you know everyone here. And I'm like, no, it's just, you know, you've been here long enough. It is, it is a small, big town. And, of course, now that she's been here, uh, close to five years, you know, she gets the same thing. It is a tight knit community and it is nice. You know, it's big enough that, you know, you don't feel like you, 
you know everyone or everything but it's there's enough connections that you form that it's it's a small enough town where you know you can you can feel well connected because you you do run into people you know mm-hmm. and um it is easy to uh you know make connections and you know being in the midwest it, you know it's friendlier uh at least there's that um stigma of like hey you know people in the midwest are friendly and i think that's true here uh, we do like to help each other so mm-hmm. e- even with uh you know at sj's building with uh top tier um working to find ways to get people connected um to even make that that tight-knit community even tighter and you got folks like uh you know cody foster's going out and making rounds connecting things and and uh helping businesses that uh, maybe don't have the resources that um that uh that he's come upon and you know, it's just people want to help help other each other no matter like uh where they come from or or what you know, level they're at in their business or, or personal life or um single married whatever it's it's something that it, it does feel like a really tight-knit community mm-hmm. and and i think it's it is fairly simple to get um involved here uh i think it's just the willingness mm-hmm. for people because sometimes um like inspiration you can be inspired in your mind but it has to get into your body for you to be motivated because i could be like oh yeah i'd love to cook a, uh some shrimp and a lobster that'd be great <laughs> but then it doesn't move into my body, so I don't move, and I stay on the couch. And then I order Glory Day's uh, uh, potato pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not a bad thing to order. I mean, they're, they're, I'm sure they appreciate you didn't do this. <laughs> no, but uh, but so so what I'm saying is it's it's just got to get to the point to where you actually reach out, um, you know, and that can happen. Um, from social media, it can happen from a phone call, the email, because people will direct you to some links because everybody, you know, and, and that's another, you know, coming back to the whole volunteerism thing. That's a great way to get connected, get you into community um, with different things that you might have a passion for um, and things like that. So um, with Topeka being a, a smaller place, it, it's very. It is very uh, easier to get involved than it would be maybe in someplace else, especially right now with um, a community pride movement kind of going on. Because I feel like that's kind of what we have going on here. It's kind of like, um, uh, I guess you could you could say in a way. Um, I guess it's just we kind of have a like the bomb of Gilead, right? The, the what? <laughs> what? The what bomb, is that? The, the bomb, bomb of, of Gilead. I okay, so I graduated from college. I, was, I spent five years there. I have no idea what you're talking about. Right? It's because it's 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 supposed to be biblical, right? Okay, yeah. And it's like almost like a movement. And I might it might be out of oh, context. Are you, okay, okay. You're talking like bomb B A L M. Okay, yeah. So it's supposed, yeah, right. Okay, I was I was thinking that from a completely different from angle. a different, and I probably right I probably got biblical scholars out there who are like, what is this man talking about? Yeah, right? They're they're listening so. like this is heresy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's actually like so we, we have a whole we got lot the of things jive going of on. Judah. <laughs> I'm just trying to see if I'm still awake out there. No, but actually, there's I think that there's kind of an explosion going on here, right? Uh, not to be confused with the bomb of Gilead, no, which yeah, is actually the mentions of Melchizedek. Silly. Yeah, we, we got all that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, I, I don't even know where we went from there, but 
If if I ever wanted to feel like I was connected or, or like, you know, be reminded of how how tight knit the community was, I would just like back in the day go to World Cup coffee. Like, oh, I know, <laughs> I know eighty percent of the people here. I go to you know, milk and honey's become kind of that that same way now. Or PTs, you know, you go in, you like, you don't feel like you wouldn't know people, whether it's just the people right. working behind the counter or the the regulars there. So there is this this kind of nice element of. You know, whether just connecting this bomb of Gileads or whatever, <laughs> whatever phrase, dude, we should, are you going to start, I'm, my gears are turning, but I feel like I need to start like a, a hand cream to put on the clad astrocytes, the bomb of Gilead. <laughs> be, I'm going to have your, your photo with your hands outstretched and. That would be awesome. That would be good. Especially I'm for these cold Kansas winters, you know, you need a good hand palm. I've, for, I've forgotten about everything we've talked about and all I have in my head. It's just this, oh, goodness. That should be the name of this podcast. <laughs> the Bob of Gilead. There you go. You're, you're going to help me with the branding here. <laughs> that is so yeah. funny. Well, and I mean, looking forward a little bit, I would. I was hoping to ask you guys about uh, kind of what you have planned for, for 2021 and beyond. I know last time we spoke, uh, you mentioned, and earlier in the podcast, you mentioned um, having some new gear possibly coming out. And, and you also, um, for, for an article uh, earlier in the, or late last year, uh, you mentioned, Maybe you know wanting to eventually expand to maybe some other Kansas communities. Uh, where where do things stand with all that? Yeah, I think so. Right now, we we just went through uh, this this last month. We we went through kind of an overview of what our first year was, and we actually did really we did really well considering it was the first year. And, and there were some things that um, you know we invested heavily in, which was uh, a lot of it was uh, just getting uh, the Topeka flag produced um, and, and putting that out there. I think when the the flag was initially launched. There was, I think, there were maybe fifty or so produced initially, and then that was it. And so we we kind of took on the torch and like, hey, let's produce this. Let's make it. Um, let's get know. hundreds of them. <laughs> yeah, we got. Yeah, we did. I think, man, we did like three hundred fifty something like that. We did a lot, but you know, I think the goal, like for myself, I won't speak for SJ. I'd love to see as many local businesses as possible. Um, whether it's you know as big as Evergy, you know small as Milk and Honey, um, I'd I'd love to see the flag, you know, flying. I'd love to see it where when people drive through the our town, they can recognize, oh, this is this is Topeka. They're like, oh, that flag must be a Topeka thing. So we've we've got a lot. We've got the garden flags. We've got um, we've got you know premium flags, value flags, something for for everyone. I'd love to see them in college campuses. But you know, I. I think that's kind of our first step this year is, is getting those out. And then we have a backlog of probably 10 to 20 designs that are we're waiting to pull the trigger on. Um, but, you know, we want to keep things fresh. We want to have where we maybe had a slow start um, as we began Clad Astra because we didn't really have any funds behind us or anything. It was just like, okay, let's let's print this and hope people are interested. <laughs> right. Uh, but with Pinkadilly and, and Jenny getting behind us and, and giving us a retail presence, uh, that's helped, uh, you know, drive uh, consistency. But yeah, there, as, as we get inventory out the door, uh, namely the flag and some other items we have, we'll, we'll start to have a push for more seasonal items. And um, we've really kind of honing in on our, uh, what our style is. Uh, whether that's the community-focused gear 
or just um, variations of, of Cloud Astro, which we think as a brand can can grow to be um, something that you know was born in Topeka, but we see uh, you know regionally and nationally because I think you know Cloud Astro as a brand, it's uh, you know to the stars through difficulties, the kind of play on words and taking the motto, which you know is the Kansas motto, the Ad Astra per Astra. Um, and, and taking that elsewhere because the the mindset stays the same across the country. Everyone likes that mindset, and you know I think has desire to do that. Yeah, and um, one of the, one of the goals that I definitely have is um, more collaboration. You know, with uh, even some of the bigger companies and even um, smaller ones um, who might need things produced. Like we would like to be able to do stuff for even like local restaurants who might want you know, their their brand with maybe a flag mm-hmm. over here or something like that. Um, we just really want to just be able to continue to expand into the community and have people reach out to us um, for whatever services that we might be able to provide because they might want to come beside Clad Astro on some different things. And so we've, we've been approached uh, by some different companies and people who, who want to see some of those things happen. So we want to be bigger on collaboration in 2021. Gotcha. Um, well, and thinking more broadly for a second on on the, the community pride and community develop, development uh, side of things, you know, five, ten years down the road, um, and I'm, I'm not just talking Cloud Astra here, but kind of the, the bigger picture, um, where do you hope Topeka is five, ten years down the road when it comes to, to these topics? Well, first of all, I would like to see Topeka with um, just I want I want to see us as a regional leader in the whole volunteer movement mm-hmm. on some things. I think that one thing that COVID has showed us showed us is how important local is. You know, we've lost so many local businesses. Uh, people's lives have been you know flipped upside down. There's all kind of different things that have happened. Um, People have been out of work. There's just a lot. So I think when people see that, they see what effect it had on the local communities. And I don't think it's ever been there before to where people see that we got to so if we don't support us, who will? Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to see local support at an all time high then. Um, I want to see a whole lot of more businesses that have came up. Um, I want to see the the volunteer initiative through the roof, and those are some of the things I'd like to see. Yeah, I think just just seeing seeing growth and um, you know five five ten years seems like a long long time, but it's it's pretty close. But um, you know, like like just what SJ said, um, seeing continued growth in local businesses. Uh, uh, seeing growth on the east side, seeing growth uh, growth in central Topeka, um, you know who knows what what the future holds for uh, you know not just not just here but across the country. Like you know uh, some things that worked in the '80s, like the the retail malls, some of those things are, are going away. So finding creative solutions to keep uh, the infrastructure, uh, you know not just a vacant building, but something where it grows. And I think 
So I think, uh, what was it? The old Ramada on, I think it was 6th Street. There, I think there was a design group going in there creating a co-working space or, or something like that. So taking creative solutions uh, to things um, that may be current problems or future problems. Um, I know when Tulsa did their, uh, you know, moved to Tulsa for $10,000 or something like that to grow that space. I remember, you know, mentioning to uh, some of the folks city like, hey, we should do that here in Topeka. And it, it's, they, they took it and ran with it. Um, maybe in talks before before I did, I'm just kind of putting that out there like, hey, I, <laughs> I maybe, maybe said, hey, throw money at people to move here. But, um, you know, to see the, the continued growth there, um, getting businesses to start here and stay here, uh, you know, there's a lot of talent here. I have... Uh, a friend who um, graduated Topeka West uh, back when it, uh, he was a freshman, I was a senior, but so he must have been what? Did you pick two, on him? Yeah, 2006, <laughs> 2007. But, you know, he started, he's started a couple, um, you know, software companies that have been taken on by Y Combinator out of San Francisco. I think he started his businesses out in, um, you know, Baltimore area. And now he's down in Austin, Texas. And, you know, growing from, you know, one person to 40, 80 employees in the span of three years. So it would be great to have people focus on Topeka as a place where uh, they could grow their businesses, uh, whether it be, you know, tech, software, um, brick and mortar, things like that, where it becomes um, an attractive option. But um, we we have a ton of talent. Um, we're we're starting to get rid of the stigma of like oh you know Topeka's you know I've got a really good idea so I got to get out of here. Um, we we're getting past that. So the more we have folks invest in community and invest in like just saying hey this this can be a place to start a business. This can be a place to be successful and um, you know grow. It's it's not something where they're going to outgrow. Uh, the infrastructure, the the capability, or the workforce f- workforce um, we have here in Topeka to make something successful. So hopefully, in, in five ten years, you know, uh, it continues to become less of a stigma. We're like, uh, we can't succeed here, and it becomes expected. Like, hey, we can succeed. Now, here. I don't know if you see what you just did there. Okay, Kansas can be Kansas. We can succeed here, <laughs> Kansas. Yeah, I can you know, get a marketing material on the <laughs> well, spot. You know, I just, <laughs> yeah, can just can be. Yeah, you know, and so can you come to Kansas. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I remember what they had that it's as is it still it's as big as you think. Is that still kind of the tagline? Uh, there, I remember Kansas. there's a big push. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll push that out there. Say Kansas you know, can be, and so I, can you. I live close to the governor's mansion. I'll just. <laughs> I'll go maybe there, someone with the Kansas in. tourism departments. Listening. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully, y'all don't take my lines. Don't take my lines. Holla at me, though. Holla at me. They just did the To the Stars thing, didn't they? They just launched a new Kansas initiative, To the Stars. <sighs> yeah, I think so. Oh, you'll just, we'll scrap that. <laughs> like, no, nah, there was a podcast at James Tadbron. Kansas can be. They had, they had a really good idea. <laughs> well, that, SJ, I mean, that about wraps up our conversation today. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts you want to leave us with? Anything we haven't touched on that you want to, to mention? Um, I know Thad mentioned this earlier, um, but I'll say this. Tom- uh, come to Pinkadilly. 
We have a uh, we have a commercial location now. If you need flags, we have plenty of those garden flags, premium flags, uh, value flags. If you would like to collaborate, uh, send us a message. Um, yeah, and let us know. I mean, let us know what you want to see. Um, you know, we, we always have a general idea. And I, I know, like, the mask thing was kind of like, it was a leap of faith because it's like, oh, masks are going to be needed. But I don't know if people will buy them or it's become one of our, you know, best selling items, which is is sad in a way. But it's <laughs> it's also it's like there's a need. We, we want to fulfill the need. Uh, we don't want, like, to remember it as, hey, the mask guys. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, let's put something over everyone's yeah. smile. But, um, <laughs> You know, let us know, like, if there's something you see lacking or, or something that you would love to have, um, you know, there's a way we can create it. We'll, we'll find a way. And, and um, a lot of it just as an early stage, being in an early stage of business, um, you know, we have to be careful <laughs> with what we, we do. We can't just say, hey, I think, you know, we need to get like uh, 500 puppy bandanas with the flag on it. And, you know, we'll just put our life savings in that. And <laughs> it takes off. So we, we love to have feedback. You know, send us a message. Um, you know, send us, you know, what you think you'd like to see. And, you know, we'll put it out there. We'll put our feelers out there and see if there's demand for it. And then, you know, we don't want to put stuff out that, that people aren't interested in. That's kind of our model is uh, – is on top of being like, hey, really, really good gear, we want it to be things that are interested. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think everybody needs a hat. Like everybody in Topeka and surrounding areas, I don't know what that's, a hundred and some odd thousand people. Everybody needs a hat. So get yourself a Clad Astra hat. This, this is a man <laughs> with a shiny head saying that. Everybody needs <laughs> Yes. Yeah, thank you for um, talking about I'm getting my there too. I'm getting difficulty there too. on growing hair. I've been <laughs> losing my hair since I was 23. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm getting yeah. there slower. But <laughs> Nothing you can do about that. <laughs> I, it's if if it's now, not now falling my com- out, I'm now my it out, now my so. confidence is completely gone. Thank you, Thad. <laughs> thank you. Hey, remember when you said 34? That's old. Oh, oh, I'm 46. Yeah, That's why okay. I could say that. <laughs> Well, Thad, SJ, I want to thank you both uh, so much for being here with us today and and talking about community pride and the different ways uh, you guys are hoping to promote that and also uh, telling us a bit more about about Clad Astra, uh, which is your apparel business, of course, uh, focused on Topeka right now. Um, Clad Astra, more than masks. (laughs) So keep that in mind. We're blowing up like the bomb of Gilead. (laughs) You're saying blowing up and it's not even bomb, which is why you're making it more confusing. Now there's no way to close out this podcast. Put us back on track, Andy. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, that's that's it for us today. But uh, Thad and SJ, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. If you like what you just heard, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. We drop new episodes of It's Your Business every other week. So be sure to check back here for the latest. As always, if you have any suggestions about what you'd like to hear, feel free to reach out. You can find me on Twitter at IA Yarbor, that's at I-A-Y-A-R-B-O-R, or you can look me up at cgonline.com and shoot me an email. I'll catch you next time, and don't forget, it's your business, Topeka. Topeka.